rights. So, you know, I tried tagging this message, but I have about five topics, five headings. <laughs> Who usually tags the messages? All right, anyone you like. Okay, so I tried tagging the hope of eternal life. I also tried tagging it, the incorruptible life. Praise God. I tried tagging it, life after death. <laughs> but I know that will sound strange to you people, so let me just take that out. It crossed that out, right? <laughs> All right, don't worry, you're not dying. <laughs> All right, so praise God. I want us to check. I have very little time, so I want, to, I want you to run with me. God is said to bless us. Me, I'm sure about that. And I want you to be sure about it, too. And God is said to move us up. Move us further. Move us what? Move us up. Move us further. God is said to bring certain understanding to us. Praise God. All right. Praise God. One of the things that God is going to be detonating this morning is fear. Fear. What did I say? Fear. Fear of your life. Fear of what? Fear of your life. God is going to be detonating what? Fear. Fear of what? Of my life. Praise God. You will not be afraid anymore. When you want to walk with God, after now, you will not be afraid anymore. You'll be sure of God. If you were sure before, you'll be sure again. In Jesus' name. Amen. So I want us to check First Peter 1, verse 23 to 25. Praise God. First Peter 1. Wow. That's a rain of blessing. Isn't it? Rain of blessing. Too much blessing. Praise God. All right, so... Since you have been born again. Since what? See, it's early in the morning. There's still energy. <laughs> right? It's still very early. So I'm, I'm happy I'm teaching very early this morning. So there's energy. Since you have been what? I want to hear, I want to feel your energy. Since you have been what? Are you born again? So if you are born again, I'm sent to you. To talk to you this morning. Right? Since you have been what? Not of what? Perishable seed. Please, what version is this? They want to scatter my revelation. It's not going to happen. All right. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Praise God. Which lives and what? What lives and abide forever? The abike eh kai Jesus. Which lives and what? Follow me. Have understanding. Open your heart. Humble yourself. Which lives and what? What lives and abide forever? Only what? Only. Only the word of God. 
Let's go to 1 Corinthians 5, 15. Sorry, 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15. Let me just see 1 and 2. Are we born again? Yes. Are you glad about it? Yes. So you have the incorruptible seed, right? Yes. If I were you, I'll be rejoicing. I'm going to face these people. These people are too dull. <laughs> oh my God. So you have the incorruptible seed of what? The word of God. Fantastic, right? If you have your Bible, raise it up. Not your phone. <laughs> All right. He tried, he tried. So, First Corinthians 15 says, let's run fast. Um, one and two. So, moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you have received. In this house, we preach, right? We preach. We even go further. We train. Don't forget what I told you earlier on. I said it's a training house. It's like a training center. It is training. What we are doing here is what? Training. Training. Building up. And it's not going to be an easy tax on the pastor. But we are called to do that, right? Called to train you guys. Called to build you guys up. That is what we are here for. Praise God. So here we preach the gospel which I preach to you. Which also you have received, right? And in which you stand. Are you standing? Pastor, we say, are you standing where we're? Is he walking? Are you walking? Okay, you're not walking, right? Is your life walking? Is it walking, right? And you're standing where, right? By which also you are saved. Is by the same word that you're saved. If you hold fast that word, which I preach to you, but unless, if you have believed in vain. Right? Only if it was in vain. Only if what you believed was in vain. Is it in vain? Okay, so let's see 19. I want you to be rest assured this morning that when you pray, God answers. Don't only pray to God for Pray to God for things because that is important to me, very important to me. But pray that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. Voila, pray it. Pray the efficient prayer that the eyes of the man inside, this one can go blind. Though. The man, you see yourself too much. This one can go blind. The man inside you and they pray that God should enlighten it. You will not remain the same. The reason why we are still doing like this, as far as God is concerned, is because you have not prayed for your inner man to open up. Pray for understanding. Pray what? Pray the efficient prayer. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Let me borrow Pastor Obi's word. If you will not take anything today, take that one I said. <laughs> pray for what? Let's check efficiency. Let's see the prayer. Fast. Some people know it often. Oh, yeah, but I say it. Uh, I pray that the 
Father, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, who grants unto you um, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that um, you may. You see, if that's the only thing you pray, it's okay. You see, it's the highs of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what. Don't joke with this prayer. Oh. These are chief prayers in the scripture. Chief what? Chief. Of them all. This is it. Paul prayed this prayer. Liar. Is that correct? Paul. And he begged us to join him. Pray that the highs of your understanding will be enlightened. That light will flood your inner man. That you may know. Do we know the hope of his calling? Sunday, God called you. Do you know the hope of his calling? Do you know? Do you know the hope of his calling? Or you have come to play? Do you know the hope of his calling? What are the riches of his glory? Do we know? Pray this prayer every day. Your life will not remain the same. It's not remain the same at all. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know why you are called Ringi? Do you know? If you know it, you will live differently. If understanding floods your heart, you will live differently. The way you will live your life will be different. If understanding dawns on you, you will live differently. You will live like a soldier. You will not entangle yourself. When they bring civilian matters your way, what will you do? You will not be distracted. You will be focused. When civilian matters come your way, you don't, I don't have time. I don't have time for all these things you are saying. I don't have time. No time. When understanding dawns on you, when it floods your heart, something will happen to you. You have a shift. Mountains will lift. You will not need anybody to teach you again. I'm not saying you will not need pastor. You will need me. I will be your life. <laughs> but I'm saying that you will not need any man to teach you. You will not be tossed to and fro. You get it? You get it? And this prayer, there's no ending to it. It's not that when you now pray it after six months, you now get to one place, you now be mature. Hey, sorry. If you're even praying it, it will show because you'll be humbled. This prayer will humble you. By the time God begins to give you a glimpse of the hope of your calling. (laughs) Hey! Glimpse, I mean a dot of it, of the reason why he beckoned on you and gave you salvation. If God shows you what you are here on earth for, <laughs> you'll be more serious. If God gives you a glimpse, I'm not saying everything, though, just a jot of it, of the reason why you're on earth, you will sit up. You will what? You will jack up. 
if God shows you a little bit of it, pray it. It's a good prayer to pray. It's a chief prayer. It's not even part of my message. I just said I should tell you, free of charge. <laughs> pray it. If you are called, pray it. If you assume you have a calling, pray it. If you are a child of God, pray it. If you are born again, pray it. It's enough to drop your phones and pray. It's enough reason to not sleep at night. To wake up in the middle of the night and be praying efficient prayer. Right? Is enough reason. Because it's a waste of time. A total waste of time. If all you came to do is to wear fine clothes to church today and rub your face and do and wear wig and come to church today for you don't know the hope of your calling. You don't know. Your eyes is not enlightened. It's a waste of time. It's better to see that too. What are we here for? Praise God. It's enough. You don't know. Your understanding is not enlightened. All you come to do in church is to take pictures. Your understanding is not enlightened. You don't know anything about God. No knowledge of God. That's why it is tedious for the preacher to preach. Because I'll come and pray, God, give me an entrance into their heart. But even you, you're not ready to open the heart. There's no light flooding your heart. You are not humbled. When you leave church, you are not humbled. You don't feel the weight of God, the weight of his glory. You are not afraid. You are not humbled. You are not humbled. You still continue your life the way you came from Saturday, Friday. You still come to church after Sunday service and you continue. You'll be afraid of the blood and the sweat of the teacher. You should be afraid. You should not live your life the same way. You should not just continue like that. You continue Monday. As you step into Monday or immediately after service, then you remain the same. Somebody's wasting blood. Pastor Zach is wasting sweat. Wasting blood. Wasting his life. That's what he's doing. The man wakes up every day, wastes his life. That's what he's doing. Wasted life. Wasted. I just look at him sometimes. Like, this man is living a wasted life. Wasting. And then you, come, you have the F on tree to come to church and remain the same. <laughs> Praise God. I'm not beating us now. Am I? All right. <laughs> I keep my cane at the back. <laughs> Please. I just say I should beg us. It's not like I want to be done. <laughs> I just say I should beg us. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> I'm just burdened. You know, I'm burdened. Truth be told. Just burdened. Sometimes I stay in my house. I just pray. Pray for you. Pray for. I'm just burdened. That's it. I'm just burdened. Just a burdened woman. I'm bringing my wala. Burdened. Pouring my burden to you. Pray that your understanding will be enlightened. Shetikbo, please pray it. Hmm? No, no, just just continue service like this. Pray it. You have to. 
engage these things prayerfully. The, the life that comes out when you die, that's when Paul said, I die daily. The life that comes out after that death is a nature. Is power. And this power, I wrote in my book, the power is a force. Is dunamis. Praise God. The nature that comes out of you when you, sorry, nature is what comes out of you. When they say, I die daily. When they say die, die to self. Today. <laughs> the way you're looking at me, you're very serious. <laughs> I know. When they say, I die daily. When they say, die to your flesh, die to yourself. What comes after your death? Nature. Whose nature? The nature of God. The nature of God. How did God create the heavens and the earth? Word. That word is what? A person. Are we getting me? That word is a person. Is a nature. I want you to enjoy dying. I want you to enjoy it. Enjoy it. There's nothing there. Enjoy it. Once you, once you know the reason and what will happen to you after you die, then you die. It's because you don't know. You have no idea. They say, humble yourself, humble yourself, humble yourself. It's like until they bring stick and hit it over your head before you humble yourself. When, why? What? For what? When you humble yourself, you're giving power. You're giving nature. You're giving nature, nature, the nature of God, the power of God, the person of God, the image of God. That's what you have when you die. Death is beautiful. Death is beautiful. If you die in the hands of God, it's beautiful. What comes out of you is sm sweet smelling savour, flavour. Sweet smelling. It goes up to the father. And the father receives it. Praise God. When you die, what comes out of you is a type of Christ. It belongs to the class of God. You are not going to just be human being. It be belongs to the class of God. This type of nature that comes out of you when you die is a class of God. Do you know that God does not want to exist with you? God does not, liar, God does not want to have you and have him. Mm -mm. He doesn't share space with you. He only wants to exist. That's why he made everything for his pleasure. Not for your pleasure. His pleasure. Only him wants to exist. He does not want to have me and God. No. God wants to have only him existing. Every time he's looking forward to only him existing. Every time. He's looking for only him to exist. Praise God. Let's see verse 35 and let's see 36. Let's just check the scripture and run fast. Praise God. But someone will say, how will the dead go to 36? When you get home, just go through 1 Corinthians 15. Read all through the scripture. The entire scripture. 
you'll be blessed. Foolish ones, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. Remember that thing that Peter used to say that when you want to give him something, if he doesn't die, he's not received. This is the scripture. What you sow is not what you sow is not made alive. Is not. It will not come alive. It will not be received. Don't you until he dies. Whatever you sow, if it's like say you give respect, you give respect. If you sow and it doesn't die, it doesn't come out as life. You won't get a return of it. Whatever you give, if it doesn't die, you have no reward. That's the meaning. Whatever you want, you give. Whatever you sow, it must die. If you faint, it will not be received. I'm telling you. If you faint, it is not received. Until it dies, it is not made alive. It means God cannot work on it. Praise God. Let's see 42, 49, 42 to 49. It's still 1 Corinthians 15. Let's go down. Okay. Let me use my Bible. 42. Praise God. Are we blessed? So also is resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. And it is raised in incorruption. You remember the first scripture I read? The body is sown in what? And it is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. And it is raised in what? In glory. Let me explain. Let's pause for a while. Let's, let me explain. So I wrote in my note, I said, I was trying to kind of, you know, go through what, what does God mean by corruption? What does it mean corruption? Corruption is defiled. You are defiled. And you know we have been defiled. Yeah, sin defiled us now. Why are you all looking like you have not been defiled? Sin defiled us. When Adam died and sin, we have been defiled. From that time till now, we are still defiled. We are still bearing corruption in our body. But God is willing, in his mercy, to exchange it with incorruption. God is willing, in his mercy, to exchange dishonor. Dishonor is reproach. Shame. That thing that you think is shameful for you. God is willing to take it. If you can give him. That's if you will give him. He's willing to take it and exchange it with honor, with glory. Praise God. Who doesn't like the glory of God? God is willing to exchange it with praise. Praise, with honor, with glory. Praise God. Down the scripture, if you go, keep going down, it's 40, 42 to 49. It's going to exchange your weaknesses with power. And this power, like I said earlier on, is force, is dynamis, is miraculous power. It's not a gentle power. You know there's a power that is gentle. No, it's not that one. It's force. Force. It's dynamis. Those kind of power, when you enter a place, the ground will open. Yes. That is it. When you enter a territory, the ground will open. It's dynamis. Breakthrough. Those are the kind of power when you lay your hands and say, get out, they move. Yes. 
Exchange. Exchange your weakness with it. Don't you like it? Exchange it. Humble yourself and exchange it. What is your... Everything you have, what is it going to do you? What's good with what you are holding on to do you? What's good will it do you? Nothing. Nothing. But you can change lives. I like that song. Changing lives is what you do, my God. You can change lives. And God does not want you to change 10 lives. He does not want you to change 50 lives. He intends that you change 10,000. Exchange more. That's what I'm telling you. If you have been exchanging, go further. Don't be afraid of dying. Death is sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet. It's sweet. Death is sweet. Because you get something in return. It's called incorruptible. This one lasts forever. It's when you see Jesus. That's what will appear. It lasts forever. Eternal life. It's not only life on earth. That one lasts forever. That one, when you die, it's, your name will be in the sky. It means you lived well. Your name will not be forgotten. Can you forget Kenneth again? Those are people that have exchanged their lives. Even this is your natural body. The scripture, if you go there, it says it will give you spiritual body. What is spiritual body? Supernatural now. Supernatural. 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 You live a supernatural life. A life above this earth. Supernatural. It means God will find, God will find access through you. You'll be a gateway. Yes, you'll be a gateway. Praise God. It will exchange the man of dust to an heavenly man. To a heavenly man. Praise God. Should I explain the man of dust for you? The man of dust is carnality. Natural. Sensual. That is the man of what? Of dust. Earthly man. Sensual. I do what I feel like doing. You are kana. You are man of dust. I do what I feel like doing. Is how I feel. Oh. How I feel today is I want to. This is how I want to go to church today. And at my own time. You are man of the dust. You are not a spiritual man. You are kana. You are, you are what? Carnal. When you do as you feel. Sensual. Sensual. You don't as you feel. Every time as you feel. You are not led by the spirit at all. You are never led. Or you are led off and on. Off and on. You are not spiritual. On up. You can deceive yourself. But you cannot deceive God. Right? You cannot deceive God. When you do as you feel. You don't have constraint. No control. The Holy Ghost on your inside cannot find expression. Every time he talks to you, you shut it up. That is a natural man. A man of the dust. You think like dust. All your thinking is like dust. Praise God. All your thinking is dust. Does not have weight. All your thinking does not have weight. 
Your output has no weight. You don't carry weight. No weight. How do you expect to carry weight when the Holy Ghost is leading you on the inside? And you say, shut up. You want to do as you feel. I'm begging you. How do you do as you feel? How do you do as you feel? Why are you, why are you doing as you feel all the time? Why? Why are you not led by the Spirit? Why? Scripture says, put off that old man. I, in, in my own words, dirty, that dirty guy. Put it off. That smelling thing, put it off. The Bible says, put off what? The old man. Put off that mindset. Where should we get our mindset from? The word of God. Put off that your mindset. It is smelling. When you bring it to the table of God, it is smelling. It is a spot sacrifice. That's your mind, your stinking mind. Your mind, the way you think. You don't think Bible. You don't think scripture. Put it off. Put off that old man. The man that is dead. He's a stinking guy. Put it off. Praise God. In 50, it talks about the things. You know, let me just explain it. Let's see 50. It talks about our flesh. I don't know if we're, we're there. No, 50. That's 1 Corinthians 15, 50. It talks about how, you know, bl- flesh and blood cannot inherit, cannot. Flesh and blood. Let me explain this flesh and blood to you. Flesh and blood. I think I've explained flesh, but let me explain blood. Blood is your kindred, your family, your member. Put it off. Put your member. That's your nature. Your nature. You know family, they are like. They are like. It's a kind. A kind of people. You know you have your kind of friends. And let me tell you something. If you stick to only your kind of friends, they will keep lying to you. They will not tell you the truth. Your kindred puts it off. Only your kind of friend. People that don't speak the word of God to you. They will pamper you. Put it off. Flesh and blood will not inherit at all. Cannot put on. It's corrupt. It will not put it on. It's corrupt. So put it off. Eh? Wear on only it, it. See, look at this now. Let's read it together. Now this I say, brethren. Let's read it together. That's what? Very simple. Very simple, right? So simple. Let's see 53 and 54. That's why I said you need to go back home and read that scripture. Let it bless you. Sit down with it. Read it and pray with it. 53 says, For this corruptible must, must. When I go to that must, I just post. Must. Did you see it? Or we should remove it from the Bible. What did it say about corruptible? Must. 
It means that if you go five years, oh, <laughs> you'll come back. <laughs> God is so good. Must put on incorruption and mortal. What again? Must. Must. If you are following God, if you say today I'm a child of God, then this must happen to you. Must. It means that it's not only Paul that will say I die daily. Must. Would that be putting off? Must. The scripture already said must. They didn't say maybe. Must. Must. That means just wait though. As God is dealing with you. Wait, don't worry. What will happen to you? Must. It's a must. It must happen. You will not find entrance if it doesn't happen. It must happen. It's a must. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the same. What has happened? This is where you should scream. Yes. That is what? Swallowed up. Swallowed up. In what? Victory. Praise God. This really excites me. It really excites me. After all, that is what? Swallowed up in victory. Very exciting. That is where your triumph is. That is where your triumph is. It's swallowed up in victory. The sting of death is sin. What gave, what gave death its power? As powerful as death is, oh, imagine, Sunday. What gave its power is sin. Can you imagine? As powerful as death is, what fuels death is sin. So, if you are dying in any area, what is fueling is sin. What is sin? What is sin? Departing from God. Ah, Boile, brilliant. Ah, only spiritual sense. Kai. I never expected me. I went to study it. He <laughs> just answered it like that. He's a, a student of the word. That's wise. So, what gave Death is power, is sin. And what is sin? Departing from God. Every area of your life where you don't allow God, where you are departing, where you have not allowed God to penetrate, it is sin. And that area, you will be dying there. And this death, nobody knows. Ah! <laughs> That's the part I like most. It's not my concern. I will not pray for you. There are other things to pray for. Nobody can pray for you. When it comes to that one, nobody will pray for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. You will now have to go and pray. Humble yourself and pray to God. Hallelujah. Are we hearing me? Oh, this part, you don't like it. You don't like it, right? I should change my message. All right. What gave death? What gave death its power? Death is expressed in different ways. Sickness. Lack of sound mind is death. Lack of wholeness is death. Confusion is death. What gave death that power over you is what? Sin. And what is sin? When you leave God, depart. When you don't accept the word of God, that is sin. That is sin. When you do not accept the word of God, in every, any area of your life where you don't accept the word of God, when you say, hey, God, you can do your own. Oh, I'll do my own. That is what? Sin is not necessarily disobedience. 
So obedient children, wait. Calm down. Sin is when you don't accept the word of God. That incorruptible seed, when you don't allow it to permeate, that is sin. Departing from God. And Jesus has come to reconcile you. The word of God itself came to the earth. To what? To reconcile, to bring you back. To bring you back. To bring you back. To reconcile you. To bring you back to God. Why? Please, why? So that you can have life. And life in abundance. That's all. Please, have life in abundance. Should I kneel down? I can kneel down. Have life in abundance. Say, I like life. I like life. I like eternal life. Don't you like eternal life? This my life is very ugly. I prefer eternal life. I prefer eternal life. This life, ugly, cannot do anything. I prefer eternal life. Supernatural life. Jesus has come to give us eternal life. But the route is death. The route is doing his word, not departing from God. Don't you like eternal life? God has come to give you life and life in abundance. In what? Abundance. What, what a loving father. What a gracious God. Gracious. Full of mercy. Full of what? Mercy. Waiting for you thousand years over and over. Waiting on you. For you to receive life. Waiting for you. For me. Waiting on you. For you to receive life in abundance. Incorruptible seed. The one that does not fade. This life does not fade. Toby, when you die, that life will not go. It does not fade. It remains. It's a rock. It does not move. Nobody can take it away. Even the devil cannot touch it. Cannot be touched by the devil. It's incorruptible. Cannot be corrupted. Eternal life. But the route is death. You see why what I preach this morning, you need to go and pray. You see why? You need to pray. See, it's not head knowledge I taught you. I'm impacting you. I'm not teaching you head knowledge. I don't have time for that. It does nothing. Go and pray. Pray. Pressing. Pressing to eternal life. Stop playing on Instagram. Pressing to eternal life. Pressing. When you see Jesus, you will not be ashamed. Pressing. Please, I'm begging you. This is important to me. It's important to the call of God and the assignment of God in my life. Play, press in to eternal life. Press in. Ask God for help. In the areas where you are struggling, surrender to God and ask him for help. In the areas where the word of God hits you, please pray and ask God for help. And I assure you that this God you are praying to is not there for. He will hear you. He will answer you. It's only you that is praying to him for car. If you pray for eternal life, it hurries up to you. Because that is one of his major concerns. It's to give you life. It's to give you life. And life in abundance. When you pray eternal life prayer, it hurries up to you. Let's close our eyes and pray. Just ask God for help.
Ask God for help. Help me, Father. This is kind of prayer. You lie down on the floor and pray. You pray it. You will press in. God of mercy. God of mercy. Have mercy on me. Let me not live a wasted life. Have mercy. Let my life produce life in abundance. Pray it. Pray it. Pray it. Pray it. Let my life. Let it become. Let me become a life-giving spirit. That give life to thousands. Let my life be powerful. Let my life be powerful. Let it, let it carry glory. 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 Tell God those areas you are struggling. Those areas of your struggle. Tell God to touch it. Touch my heart. Touch my, give me grace. Touch my heart. Let me surrender. Let me surrender to you. Give me grace to surrender. Give me grace to surrender. That after I leave this service today. I will continue to surrender. I won't say no. That's this ask message. I will continue to surrender. Help me to surrender.